Thank you for tuning in to this Eastern Maine Sports Podcast. Please follow Eastern Maine Sports on Facebook and Instagram at Eastern Maine Sports and Twitter at Eastern Me Sports. Thanks for joining us today on the Eastern Maine Sports Podcast, where today uh, I have Chris Lesnar with me. My name is Mark Canlon. Thanks for joining me again today, Chris. Thanks for having me, Mark. All right. We're going to get right at it here and uh, talk about the biggest biggest thing going on around here this past week was the UMaine football team. You uh, covered it. Anthony was on the sidelines taking photos. Um, I guess just first, uh, just talk about the environment there and uh, how exciting it was to uh, to be there last Saturday afternoon. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely exciting. Um, the, the crowd they did have just over six thousand, kind of a smaller crowd than what what was expected. But uh, uh, the, the the crowd that was there definitely made a lot of noise in the stands during the game and made it really exciting. Uh, Maine kind of uh, sucked that excitement out early though. Yeah, they, they took care of business early, um, took a quick lead, and uh, kind of, uh, you know, when the other team's down 14 nothing and goes for it that early, that kind of gave Maine a, a, even more of an advantage early, didn't it? Yeah, the coach from Jacksonville State said after the game that that was on him, that that was a that was kind of a turning point in the game. He goes for a fourth and one at his own 47, only down 14 nothing, and and uh, Maine turns it around and gets the ball back and then goes in and scores again, all of a sudden you had 21 nothing game, so... He admitted that one was on him and, and play the game, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, um, and uh, we talked about this last week, but Chris Ferguson being a big key of the team, and he stayed on the field the whole game, and it definitely showed how important he, he is to that team, didn't it? Oh, it definitely did, and, and definitely the running game, like I said, came up big, and they needed to keep Ferguson upright the whole game. Ferguson tossed five touchdown passes, and like I said, the game was out of hand early. It was 42-14 to 14 at the half. Yeah. And that's a, on the other side, Jacksonville State. That's a powerful offense, and Maine's defense um, really did what they've been doing all season, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're not the third best, de- you know, third ranked defense in the FCS for nothing, and they proved that once again that um, defense does win games, and they shut down a very powerful Jacksonville State team. And and really, I mean, overall, Maine really saved their their best game for at the right time. Yeah, and now we'll move on to this week where it obviously at this time of year, it's never going to get any easy, and it certainly does, doesn't get any easy, and this time they have to go on, on the road. Um, let's talk a little bit about that matchup uh, this Friday night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, heading out to Weber State out in Ogden, Utah. Weber State, a lot like Maine, and they're 10-2, and two, uh, but a lot like Maine in that they play really well at home. They're 6-0 and oh at home this year. They've beaten the second-ranked, the third-ranked, and the 20th-ranked teams in the country on their home field this year, so – Definitely going to be a challenge for Maine to go out there and, and get it done. But, um, you know, like Coach H says, is they've been on the underdog all year, and um, they'll probably be the underdog again this week. But, but we've seen when this t- team rises up, uh, they they got a chance against anybody. Um, and what, what are you expecting? Uh, I mean, obviously hoping for a win, hoping they can move on to the final four teams in the country, um, and probably expecting a much closer game this week, right? Oh, yes, definitely a much closer game for sure. Um, you, uh, Weber State's led by a uh, sophomore quarterback by the name of Jake Constantine. He's similar to Ferguson as far as numbers go. Um, they average about 152 yards a game rushing. Got to remind you that Jacksonville State rushed over 200 yards per game average and Maine held them to 87. So it's going to be another one of those deals where you got a really good offensive team against the third-ranked defense in all of SCS. 
I want to remind everybody that that game is actually – you don't have to go on your computer phone if you don't want to. You can, but you, you can watch that game right on your right on your TV, right in your living room if you want to, at 8 o'clock on uh, Friday night. I know after our, our high school basketball game, I'll go I'll come home and watch the second half of that. And uh, it's, it's good. Everybody can watch that right on ESPN2 Friday night. Oh, definitely. That's going to be really exciting. And and the defense of, of Weber State, just wanted to mention one other thing. The defense of uh, – um, Weber State does allow 124 yards a game rushing, so that, that could be big if maybe you get the rushing game going again. No doubt about it. Um, we're going to move on right now to uh, another UMaine team that's, uh, uh, you know, this would actually be a huge story. I mean, it is anyway, but it would definitely be more newsworthy for the football team taking all the headlines. But the UMaine women's team went to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and they won. And, uh, you know, again, that would be the – We'd be hearing that all over every us. I mean, we we did post it. You covered it and posted it. That was great. Uh, but you you know, it's not quite the story just because you made football. But they definitely deserve some recognition for that, right? Oh yeah, they did, and they um they just came out as the number twelve team in the mid major poll today. Um, Blanca Milan, she's in her junior year. She uh she went over the thousand point plateau last night. Seventeen points in the first quarter. She only needed ten points, so she got that done in early. Uh, done and over with early in the game last night and four three-pointers. Maine had 10 more threes last night and they had just tied a school record a couple days before that with 16 against North Carolina. Yeah, so definitely impressive and uh, they're home this weekend, right? They are. They're 6-2 and two now, four-game win streak and now they're finally coming back to the Cross Insurance Center and hosting uh, Brown on Saturday afternoon and and rumor has it maybe, maybe, maybe Vonnie Wadling will be back. That'll be good. Uh, she's uh, recovering from a concussion, so hopefully uh, she gets back well and uh, back in that lineup. Um, you want to touch on the UMaine hockey team for a few seconds? Yeah, uh, Maine hockey now is going to be uh, – well, any countable games don't happen now until the 28th and 29th of this month. They do play an exhibition game against the uh, USA under-18 team this weekend, but they got to 3-3-1 in Hockey East last weekend at Vermont with a, uh, a win and a tie. Uh, the, the good thing about that is being 3-3-1 in Hockey East, that the remaining Hockey East games they have, which is 16, they have 10 of those at home. So they could really make a run in Hockey East here the second half of the season. Hopefully after, you know, they come back from this break, they come back strong because it's, you know, going to be big, get big quickly for the, for them uh, when they start playing again. Uh, December, what, 28th, you said? Yeah, 28th, uh, 28th and 29th at Princeton, yep. Okay, so that's what they got uh, coming up. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit. We'll go to the NFL. I just want to talk about one thing before we get into the Patriots and, and things. Uh, this whole Kareem Hunt thing, really, it really bugs me. I mean, that, this, this whole thing. Um, I mean, Roger Goodell NFL spent $25 million and a whole summer investigating what he made deflated footballs. Meanwhile, they didn't even – they didn't even, they still haven't talked to Kareem Hunt. And they, they still haven't talked to him. And uh, much more serious – issue obviously and uh you know they just kind of shoved it under the under the desk and said you know you know we're going to move on and we're going to make believe this never happened so um i I just think that it's totally disgusting the way this league is run right now and roger goodell still hasn't talked to the media or anything about this when he was on every day that summer about deflate and it's a it's a serious thing. It's a serious thing. And uh, I mean, Kareem Hunt's already talked to ESPN, but Roger Goodell hasn't talked to anybody. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Can, can we get somebody to run the NFL, Mark, please? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 
totally disgusted. I'm, I mean, I love the Patriots. I love watching the Patriots, but I have very little interest in the rest of the league. And it has more to do with Roger Goodell than it does with anything else and the way this, this is run. And uh, I mean, they don't care about domestic violence. They can do all the commercials they want as they did last year. But I mean, it, it's just, it's just silly that they, this and uh, whatever his name is, Ruben Foster, who just signed with the Redskins and then, not doing anything. They're not, they're not, they're not doing anything, but you know, if Tom Brady, maybe deflated footballs. They spent a whole summer on it and $25 million, you know, and that is, and we were seeing Roger Goodell every day, but I don't you know. know something, they did, something they did touch on a little bit when I did turn into a few minutes of the Monday night football game this past week is, you know, the commentators were saying, you know, there's, you know, domestic violence is inexcusable. And, and, and if you're caught on tape doing something like that, you should never be playing in the league again. Nope, but he will. He's he will. He he he'll be probably playing next year. And you know, I, I mean, he. I mean, the guys getting guys getting uh, four game suspensions for well, obviously Brady, but other guys for you know stuff they did in college. You know, legal payments or getting stuff or whatever they were doing. And and this guy can't even get. Then they haven't even talked to him. And now they did something after the video came out, but they just took his word back in you know. In, March or whenever this happened, that he didn't do anything. But now, since the video came out, they have to do something. They should have investigated. They should have talked to people. They should have talked to her, him, anybody that might have been there, and got the video from the hotel instead. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and you know, Adrian Peterson. There was rumors here not too long ago that something about you know uh, the abuse to the child again. Something was coming up about that. I don't know if those rumors are true, but. Um, you know, guys like that, I mean, especially when there's proof of those things, they, they should definitely not be in the league anymore. And we need somebody to run the league that's going to that's gonna do something about this. Yep, but that's not going to happen because he's making a lot of money for the owners and the owners are okay with sweeping this under the rug also. And that's that's the problem. But that's just a little rant, I mean, about, about the NFL and Kareem Hunt because it's, it's really disgusting. And it, it, this isn't a new thing. You know, if it, I mean, it, it would be bad enough if it was a first-time thing. But obviously – started with the Ray Rice thing and it's gone on. And, uh, you know, we, you mentioned Adrian Peterson, uh, you know, and, and now Kareem Hunt, um, you know, and, and, and another one too, who we don't talk about cause he's a kicker, but Josh Brown, um, also, um, you know, so, so this is, this has gone on and on and, uh, it's not an issue for the NFL, but I, and it's not hurting the ratings. The ratings are still good cause people are still betting on the games and have fantasy football and all that. But, uh, you know, it is, it is, I don't know. It disgusts me, and as I said, I'm not going to stop watching the Patriots because of it, or, or paying attention to the standings or anything like that. But or catching a game here and there. But it, it's kind of turned me off. I used to watch, you know, probably almost as much as you, and now I now I kind of watch Patriots and every now and then t- tune into another game. So that's my thoughts. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more on that, Mark. Yeah, but anyway, we'll move on a little bit uh, from that and. We'll talk about the NFL. <laughs> um, kind of a weird segue, but that's kind of <laughs> kind of kind of where, where we're at. We're gonna go um, kind of something we've been doing, uh, you know, for the last few weeks here, and probably we'll do through the rest of the season. Um, we'll get uh, we'll get your power rankings first because Jeff and I have the same exact power rankings. See if yours are the same. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start from the bottom. How about that? Okay. We'll go from the bottom up this time. Number five, I'm, I got KC down at number five. I think not having Kareem Hunt's going to really hurt them. 
Well, just to and, let you know, just to let you know, yours are not the same as ours. So go oh, okay. Well, no, that's good. That's yeah. good. Number four, number four, I got the Houston Texans. Number three, I got the Patriots now. Number two, I got the Saints. And number one, I got the Rams. Okay. Uh, I, as I said, Jeff and I have the same same ones. So here we go. We'll go uh, We'll go five, two. Five, uh, we both have the Chargers. Four, we have the same. Number four is you, the, uh, the Texans. Uh, number three, the Saints. Number two, the Chiefs. And number one, the Rams. Um, so the top three didn't change for us. So, um for me, the Patriots are just on the outside, and uh, you know if they could beat Miami and Pittsburgh, they'll most likely be in the top five for me. And uh, Jeff said if they can beat Miami, they might sneak in for at Miami. And again, this week, and we're, we're going to move on to that game. Actually, the Patriots and Miami. Um, you look at it on paper. I look at the records. It should be an easy game. But Tom Brady is uh, Tom Brady's seven and nine in his career at Miami, and it's not. It seems like it's never an easy place to play for them, right? No, it's ne- it never is, especially when they go down there, and it never matters what the record is uh, for either team, either one. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, so so uh, um, we'll see we'll see what happens. But I mean, I'm expecting the Patriots win, but of course, when they're playing a team less than them, I always do. But um, you know, so we'll see what happens, and uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, go with uh, 27 to 17. I think we'll go with that. I don't know what you're thinking about that game. Oh, um, probably, yeah. I mean, probably something similar to that. Probably a touchdown type game. One touchdown win for the Patriots. Uh, Tannehill is supposed to play for Miami. So that's one thing on that game this weekend. There we go. Uh, we will go on to uh, – uh, let's go on to uh, two games. Uh, two games that uh, Jeff and I did have different ones here. Two, the two games we're looking forward to, they could be the biggest games. They could just be ones uh, maybe you're looking forward to this week. Yeah, I got – um, two of my biggest upsets of the week, actually, Mark. And if they don't, if they don't hold true, I, I think the point spreads will be covered. Uh, if the team I picked doesn't win, uh, the first one I got is the Ravens and the Chiefs. Um, this is a big time playoff implication game for both teams. Baltimore is still trying to catch Pittsburgh. KC's trying to keep that top spot still in the AFC. That's a huge game. I got the Ravens winning a close game there. And the second game I have is the Colts and the Texans. Um, Texans, of course, have been hot. They won nine in a row. Colts coming off a, a bad loss last week at Jacksonville, six nothing. They got a lot to prove, and uh, they're still right in the wild card picture. So I got I got uh, Indianapolis going in there and winning a close game as well. Okay, we'll see if those two happen. Jeff's two games. Um, one of them's the same as yours: the Ravens and Chiefs, and the other ones. One of my uh, two that I had down: Eagles and Cowboys. Those are his two. My my two: uh, Eagles, Cowboys, and Rams and Bears. I think the Rams and Bears game. Uh, believe i already sent him to you i believe i picked the bears actually um in the, yeah in the, in, I, I actually picked the bears this week too because they're at home and then yeah. cold weather cold weather team you know don't teams or teams that play in warm weather just they don't do well in the cold weather at all yeah and the bears defense uh coming off uh the, the bears are coming off a pretty bad loss and, and uh you know i i think them being at home and the, their defense i i just think they're going to pull off the – it would be an upset because the Rams are that good. But I think the Bears are going to do that this uh, – I don't know when that is. Sunday night, maybe? Sunday uh, night. Is Trubisky back for them? I think so. I think I, I think yeah. I, I saw that. So so that should be a good one on uh, – on whatever, Sunday or Monday. Sunday night, because, yeah. Sunday night, yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, we're going to move on. And, uh, <laughs> just touch on briefly on uh, – because we did do a podcast uh, – 
um, earlier this week um, about high school basketball. We just want to touch a little bit since that's all starting this Friday night. Uh, we're going to be in Guilford for the uh, Skank PCHS game. Uh, brief preview about that. Skank should be a contender in Class D. Uh, PCHS is very, very young. And, um, you know, so they got five freshmen on the team and, uh, you know, don't really know what to expect from them. Them, So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be there Friday night. Chris and I, I'll be on play-by-play. Chris will do the color commentary and Jeff will be doing the uh, – the video. So looking forward to that. We'll be on the air sometime after the JV game gets over on Friday night. Um, looking forward to it. I'm going to give you actually the, the games for WHOU this weekend. Again, we have Skank, uh, PCHS girls. Uh, other games on Friday night, Shed Hudgen, Hudgen girls and boys, 530 start there. Both those, they have Holton, the Central Roostic boys at seven. Um, that's Friday Friday night. And now on Saturday, uh, Hermit Caribou doubleheader, and that should be very good. That's um, what HOU has said. That starts a uh, girls game at 1.30, boys at 4.30. That should be uh, – that, that boys game should be good. Herman's obviously the favorite, and uh, Caribou should be a contender this year also. So looking yeah. forward to that. And, uh, I'm and good. Good. You know, how, that, how that works. Uh, just uh, sorry to interrupt you there, but I just wanted to say on that Caribou-Herman boys game, I'll, I'm interested to see how that one ends up. It's the first game of the season, and – um, you know, a lot of you guys uh, on the podcast the other night tend to agree that Herman could go undefeated all the way through again. Um, Caribou is a team that uh, could surprise some people. So that would be an interesting game to start the season off. Yeah. The good thing is, you know, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of games, but um, as kind of I think Steve or, or somebody said on the, on the podcast, I'm not doing the games. You can check in, check in on some other teams too because there's always a – HOU has games every night. They have 237 games. Um, we're helping out on 37 of them this uh, – this uh, winter with uh, um, play, including a six game day uh, on December 28th at the cross insurance center. So um, busy, busy, but that, it should be fun. It's uh, going to be a great time of the year and uh, looking forward to that this uh, winter on WHOU. And uh, of course we'll have all the scores at eastermainsports.com too. And uh, you know, follow us eastermainsports.com, follow WHOU on Facebook also. And uh, we'll also share those games on our, Facebook page at East Main Sports and on the broadcasting page also. So looking forward to that. Um, starting this Friday night, uh, we'll be in Guilford. So uh, can't wait. No, I can't wait to join you there, partner. It's uh, be exciting. Usually usually we're not together much in the wintertime until the tournament comes around in February, but we're going to be a lot together this, this winter. Sure are. And, uh, again, it should be a lot of fun um, starting Friday. But um, we're going to move on. And, uh, again, we're, now we're going to talk about maybe the – Maybe the biggest things, uh, biggest things over the, the last week. Uh, Jeff and I have the same two uh, over the last week. Uh, let's see if let's see if you uh, match us there. What's your maybe the best things best things last week? Best thing in the last week, and we're also looking for something we're looking forward to here in the next week. I mean, honestly, I mean, what else is there? What's in the headlines? Main football. Uh, that's, that's it for me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, and and. His his in the last week was uh, that and mine too, but also the U Maine women win over uh, North Carolina and that that was up there for me. Next week actually he has the same two, also the University of Maine football game and high school basketball season. Um, you know so uh, definitely uh, definitely uh, looking forward to that. He actually and one last thing from him he uh, he actually picked the. Uh, Patriots over the Dolphins. Uh, his score was thirty-eight seventeen. So I guess he doesn't think there'd be much of a problem. I guess thirty-eight to seventeen. That's a. I don't know if we've ever won by twenty-one points down in Miami, even in the Marino days. But no. that would be so, that that would be something. But uh, um, yeah, 
little surprise on that on that score. Something else too, I would just wanted to add over the last week here that we didn't touch on is uh, main men heading in the right direction. Picked up their first win of the season last night in double overtime. Got the right guy, Richard Barron. This this uh, program's going to be on the up and up in the next couple of years. I actually I totally agree with that. Um, they've been competitive uh, quite a bit before that, and and um, I watched get to watch all that overtime last night. And um, they, they are going to be heading in the direct, right direction. Richard Barron has done this before. He did the, the women's program, and I expect uh, this program to be uh, going in the right direction very soon, actually. It might be take a couple of years to, to show on the, in the standings, but, um, you know, they're going, to be, they're, they're going to win a few games in this conference uh, that they're not supposed to win. And uh, they'll be uh, definitely good for, you to, good for people to get out there and see and uh, – because uh, you're going to be happy you did. You can say you're there when they started turning around when, they, when they're in the mix in about two or three years. Oh, absolutely. And, and two, they've only played nine games so far this year. And they, I think that last night was their third overtime game. So 33% of their games so far have gone to overtime. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a fun team. And uh, Coach Barron and that staff will uh, do a great job there. Um, so, again, my, my final thoughts is, you made football Friday night. Uh, watch it on ESPN two. Listen to us before that, and uh, watch us before that on WHO. You actually can do both at the same time if the game's still going on because uh, <laughs> we'll be we'll be online and uh, the game will be on TV. And uh, again, we'll we'll catch we'll catch that um, shortly after it starts. But um, that that should be a good Friday night, and uh, definitely looking forward to that. Any final thoughts for you, Chris, before we uh, head off here? Uh, just. Want to just say again how excited I am about the, the main football game coming up and how excited I am, uh, uh, how the women's basketball team's doing. And, and now they got the right coach on the men's program. Uh, it's a real exciting time uh, to be a UMaine uh, athletics fan. Sure is. Thank you, Chris, for joining me this afternoon uh, again. And check out our podcast, too, uh, the high school basketball preview we, uh, that we taped earlier this week. Um, that's available also. Um, Check it out, eastermainsports.com. So thank you, Chris, and uh, we'll see you Friday. All right. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thank you.